Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. It is Monday morning, February 19th, 2024. Stranger Things star Millie Bobby Brown, born on this date in Spain. She's celebrating her 20th birthday today. Jason Bateman's sister, Justine Bateman, from Family Ties. She is 58 years old. Heidi Klum's ex-husband, Seal. You know... Kiss from a Rose from the Batman Forever soundtrack. He is 61 years old. Britain's Prince Andrew turned 64 today. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell is 65. It was on this date, 1968, that Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, created and starred by Fred Rogers, made its official network debut on national TV, a forerunner of PBS beginning a 31-season run for Mr. Rogers. And in 1995, Baywatch on 107, Michael and Maddie got uh, kind of a chilly one out there this morning, but it's not that bitter cold that really slaps you in the face. Like, this past weekend was, it was cold. But we're going to get up to about 40 today. It is 30 now. Bring in your taste of Hollywood. Right here to the South Coast. And we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's entertainment update on Fun 107. So it looked like Kelly Rowland was not satisfied with her setup on the Today Show recently. She walked out because she and her team didn't like the dressing room, leading the hit morning show to scramble to find a quick replacement. A behind-the-scenes mishap led Kelly Rowland's sudden departure from today, resulting in Rita Ora stepping in to keep the ball rolling. The source saying Kelly walked out because she and her team didn't like the dressing room. Rita Ora agreed to fill in at the last minute. Many people at the show, inside and outside of the show, were impressed with how great she was. Kelly has not immediately responded to this report. Uh, And it looks like she was supposed to be a guest on the morning show's 8 a.m. hour. And then she was slated to fill in for Jenna Bush Hager in the fourth hour as a guest co-host of today. What an opportunity. And Jenna. Yeah. According to the reports, however, she reportedly requested a green room upstairs, but it was already being occupied by Jennifer Lopez, who was there to promote her new album, This Is Me Now, and it's accompanying film. I see where this is going. (laughs) She was unhappy with the dressing room that was being offered, so she opted to depart the set last minute, leaving co-host Hoda Kotb to find a replacement. Yikes. I mean, J Lo's not moving, so. But this there's, there's got to be more to this story. Like, you don't just walk out on the Today Show because of a dressing room. It's crazy. There's got to be more to this story. I'm dying to know what it is. Or was this just like an epic diva move? Like, who's the biggest diva? I mean, honestly, Jennifer Lopez like, is always going to win that. Yeah, and like, <laughs> look, I mean, you're the second most famous person in Destiny's Child. That's true. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm like, I didn't know we were going there. Show me where I'm wrong. You know what I mean? So it's not even like you're Beyonce. Yeah. Going up against J-Lo. Like, you're Kelly Rowland. I don't know. Like, what are you going to do? I mean, I don't think it really had much to do with Jennifer Lopez, but more about, like, she thought she was going to get that room, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's it, there's, there's definitely more to it because there's no way that the room that she was given was bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, there's no way they put her in a storage closet or something. Because so, you got to think the Today Show is probably used to having more than one star exactly, at the same time. Exactly. 
Wild. It's so crazy. I'm I'm really curious to see if she's going to respond. I mean, she kind of has to at this point, right? Like, hey, Kelly, was it really the room? Like, what's going on here? Like, that's not a good look. She does have a uh, project out, which is why she was there. Uh, her new Netflix film, Maya Culpa, directed by Tyler Perry. And it follows a criminal defense attorney as he takes on the case of a seductive artist accused of murdering his girlfriend. Mm. And that uh, premieres... This week, February 23rd on Netflix. But you know what? Everyone's going to tune in now. <laughs> so maybe there was like a weird promo ploy in this Mission one. Mission accomplished. I don't know. So bizarre. So Pedro Pascal, the guy from Last of Us, Mandalorian, Game of Thrones, so many different projects. This man has a mind like no other. And he is sharing the very odd way he chooses to remember his lines. And... This is something I have never seen in my life. Granted, I'm not an actor, but he sat down with a few of his colleagues for a fundraiser put on by SAG-AFTRA. And uh, he sat down with some of the succession stars, Kieran Cullen, Matthew McFadden. And they were talking about the acting craft with Pedro, mentioning the wild ways that he learns his lines and even showed some evidence. So he grabs a piece of paper, he shows it on the screen and it's just like, it literally looks like code. It looks like a bunch of ones and zeros, letters, like letters and columns. It's a bunch of gibberish. And this is how he explains it. You just use the first letter of each word and in kind of these sort of like towers, these like columns, I guess. And then it's this very, very tedious way of like making yourself learn the line so that you're not like making choices while like if, if, if you're in a scramble and trying to sort of like learn text really quickly it isn't even sort of that artistic it really is this kind of like technical way i guess that i've had to acquire because of that horrible experience of forgetting your lines i guess he forgot his lines a few times and he had enough of it but just imagine that right you got a script in front of you like a whole book in front of you and he just takes the first letter of each word puts him in a column and that's how he remembers his lines. And I'm thinking, okay, does like a bunch of actors do this? I don't think so because the people that were on the call with him or the Zoom with him, their jaws dropped and they were like, what are you talking about? It sounds like a different language. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like what an artist, you know how like an artist sees paintings differently yes. or like they use their paintbrush differently. It's it, it feels very much like that. How like Beethoven saw music notes or like whatever. It's like his mind works totally different compared to the average mind. I think that's fascinating. Maybe he's an alien and we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sure, something like that. Donald Trump facing criticism after he promoted $399 sneakers a day after a court ordered him to pay $355 million as a penalty for fraud. The former president showcased three different pairs of shoes while attending SneakerCon at the Philadelphia Convention Center. Why is he at SneakerCon? Is, is I think is the main question here. Uh, he said... Uh, he, can, he comes on stage, he shows these ridiculous sneakers that he's apparently trying to promote, and he got a lot of booze. Wow, a lot of emotion. There's a lot of emotion in this room. Thank you. Thank you. So nice. Your influences have been very positive. They've been real influences, and they love it, and they love what we've done. That's the real deal. The real deal. 
I love how he goes on to say like, they've never seen anything like this. These are the best shoes. And it's like, dude, you are literally an SNL skit walking. Like you're just everything coming out of your mouth. Like, this is so funny. So are they like his line of apparently sneakers? Like, he, like Jordans? Apparently he designed a line of shoes and he's trying to sell them for $399. And among the items he's promoting were shoes known as the T-Red Wave and the POTUS 45, <laughs> which are both priced at $199 and feature a T and the number 45 on the sides. A pair of gold footwear deemed the Never Surrender High Top Sneaker, which similarly feature a T. Meanwhile, priced at $399. Sold out. Really? Sold out. Wow. Wow. The purchase of a pair of sneakers, which are not tied to his presidential campaign or the organization, given that his name, image, and likeness have been licensed, uh, comes with extra laces, a Trump superhero charm. The website also selling a Victory 47 perfume and cologne for $99 each. Sorry, take the Trump logo off of it. Just like have it be like just sneakers they like become, the gold. They become Captain America shoes. Yeah, I like them. I kind of like them too. Stop it! Oh no, my they're God. pretty cool. Stop I don't it. want they're the gaudy. Is all they heck, are but, so gaudy. But they're pretty dope. Like you would never see Donald Trump wear those. No, never, no. never. He's None of ankle support though. I tell you that much. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. So yeah, obviously he he was met with a lot of booze because you know just who he is as a person, but also because he uh, has to go to court and he owes millions and millions of dollars. So the same time he's owing millions of dollars, he's also selling sneakers. So take with that what you will. Trying to pay off the debt. I guess so. More entertainment news on the Fun 107 app. Michael and Maddie, Ariana Grande right there. It is Monday morning, President's Day. A lot of people have the day off. A lot of people have the week off this week. Um, heading maybe up to the mountains. You got a, a, a jump start on that. On Friday, right? Did you know? Did you leave on Thursday night or Friday morning? No, fr Friday morning. Friday morning. Yeah, because we were, I think we hit Boston by the time you guys hit the airwaves. So we, you got to get ahead of that. And uh, if you, the goal is to get there between eight and eight thirty. If you can, you're good. You get to the front of the line. You don't have to wait for anybody. You can get yourself a nice locker. It just it worked out perfectly. And I will tell you now that it's school vacation week. I stay far away from the Well, mountains. I was going to say, like, I bet you Friday, no, Friday were fine. You were fine on Friday. I thought Friday was going to be busy, and it was just mild. The, the lines, were, I, I went up, down, up, down, up, down, didn't wait. That's great. Had the uh, whole chair to myself oftentimes. Uh, I went with two of my buddies, and I'm glad you brought it up because one of them, talk about bold, we didn't know that he's never skied before. Oh, jeez. So we go, a long day. we go to the top of the mountain. Never mind, like, if it's if this is me, I'm starting on the bunny slope. Go to the top of the mountain for him to tell us, hey, by the way, I've never skied before. What? <laughs> oh. How old is he? That's amazing, yeah, honestly. Yeah, same age, 36. He goes, it's been a bucket list thing. I've always wanted to do it. He goes, and if you ask anybody, skiing's easier than snowboarding. Now, maybe, maybe. <laughs> However, I don't think he realized that boots on skis, you got to crank them. You gotta, they got to be tight, Okay. And he was just in a lot of pain, like, the, you know, on his feet. He was fine doing the skiing, but I think he made it maybe like 20 yards down the mountain. And he was done. What? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, think about it. It's the first, especially skis. Have you ever skied before? Me? Yeah. 
Like you're literally on a 45 degree angle. Your ankles are screaming. Your your calves are on fire. Yeah. And well, like you don't if you've start on the the, the big yeah that mountain. was that was dumb. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah. He was How about a you go ambitious. in a couple of green circles for a minute? That's what we wanted to do and. Maybe no, a lesson. Go for it. But see, like, he, he didn't go up there to be in a lesson by himself. You know what I mean? It's tough. Yeah. To learn how to ski at 36 yeah, it's is tough. so hard because, like, when when the little kids learn to ski, like, they have zero fear. Yeah. Absolutely no fear. And they're, like, a foot from the ground. Yeah. So He's like, tall like me. Yeah. <laughs> they know? fall. They're fine. They just oh, keep going. Oh, man. But it was, yeah, I felt bad. I actually went back up and almost lapped him coming back down again so he's just like and don't then, worry about it you guys go ahead i'll just go sit at the bar here's the worst part about learning to ski when you're 36 you don't likely have you're not properly equipped yeah. like you're not you're probably wearing like a pair of jeans and sweatpants oh my god you know what i mean and it's just like oh man that's a long day like I remember, falling in the snow all day i remember i think i, I want to say i was like a freshman or a sophomore in high school our high school used to do ski trips and one of my friends was like, yeah, I want to come. And I was like, yeah, definitely. And I, I had my own skis at the time and he shows up with a, uh, a Benny's snowboard, nice. a oh, snowboard man. from Benny's and construction boots. Nice. And he goes, yeah, like the construction boots will work. Right. And I'm like, no, they won't. And so here he is on, I want to say it was Wachusett strapping into his, Snowboard from Benny's hey, with God his bless construction him. boots. It didn't work out well. I didn't think so. No. Man. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I had a great time. I just feel bad he spent like 500 bucks for the day. Honestly. Went 20 odds. But uh, but he's happy that he at least tried it. He, you know, that's all he wanted to do. How long did it take him to get down the mountain? Did he have to sit down? Like, yeah, he went just a little bit at a time. Yeah. He had to take some breaks. But like Maddie said, like his calves, his ankles were just screaming. And... Uh, Poor guy. <laughs> Just wanted gets, to have a good time. Hey, you know what I mean? It's worse. So, like, the, the very top of the mountain, we took the wrong way down, so it brought us to the other side. Oh, man. <laughs> so he had to walk all the way back to the lodge like a penguin in the boots. He's like, I'm this close to just walking barefoot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. You guys uh, know, like, what do you guys run a mile in? Oh, God. I have no idea. You're not sure? Um... Probably like eight minutes. That's really good. That's solid. That's solid. All yeah. right, so probably ten minutes. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's not good. That's, I don't know. So safe to say, like anything under like five minutes would be a good half a mile. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I wanted to congratulate uh, over the weekend a kid from Dartmouth High School. He won the state championship. Awesome. And he ran a thousand meters, mm -hmm. which is over half a mile. Um, well, let me put it this way. So he was competing in the Division Three state tournament, and his previous record for 1,000K, which is like 0.6 of a mile, okay, so more than half a mile, his previous record was 2 minutes 32 seconds. What? What? And so he was going into... He is hauling. The Division Three state championships. There was really only one other kid that was going to threaten him as far as, you know, winning the state championship. And it was some 
Some kid from like Woburn or something like that. Boo. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so the, so the he gets in there, and he, um, th- this other kid got a time of two thirty two point forty three, and the Dartmouth kid was two thirty two point fifty two. His personal record going in, mm-hmm. so he knew he had to set a new personal record, and he did. Amazing. So he ends up winning the Division Three state championship, not only finishing with a time of 231.63, but setting a school record for Dymouth High. How far ahead was he of everyone else? That's what I'm saying. Well, so it's, it's quick. It's only like you know, the second place guy was around, only one second. Yeah, two times around the lap and then a, a quarter. Yeah, in a quarter of a But, like, lap. when? how far away was second place? That's what I want Only to know. Only, like, a second. Wow. That's, like, one second. This guy- but, like, one second is a, kind of a lot. Like, in that time span. It is, in that in that time span. Like, he crosses the line. One. And then, boom. Yeah. Like, like that's pretty yeah, significant. That's impressive. That's a minute, basically, like, on average, a minute around one lap. Are you kidding me? So, congratulations to Tyler Medeiros. Wow. Who's your new D3 champion. So this guy's running a mile in like five minutes. Oh yeah, come on! That's <laughs> Get like out U.S. Of Marine stuff right there. Yeah, he's you know an animal. Wow! All right, congratulations, Tyler Beneris. You're a D three champion in the thousand meter race. It is six fifty five. Ninety second news update now. And Phil Devitt. A Fall River homicide is under investigation. A 34-year-old man who was shot in the city earlier this month died from his injuries last week. Joshua Medeiros was struck February 9th at Nashua and Blackstone Streets. He died at St. Luke's Hospital in New Bedford. No arrests have been reported. Five men face charges for destruction of property at the Bristol County House of Correction. Sheriff Paul Haro says he has surveillance footage of the men in last April's standoff at the Dartmouth facility, alleging they were part of a group that caused thousands of dollars of damage. The sheriff says more men participated, but without footage of them in the act, conviction would be difficult. Massachusetts received over $40 million in tax revenue from gambling operations in the state during the month of January. The state's casinos reported $93 million in revenue for the month, with sports betting firms collecting more than $70 million. Nearly all of the sports betting activity in the state during January was conducted online. The state has now collected over $100 million in tax revenue from sports gaming since it launched in Massachusetts a year ago. Most Americans are unhappy with how the Biden administration is handling the influx of immigrants. That's according to new data from the Pew Research Center, which surveyed over 5,000 people and found only 18% of them said the U.S. is doing a very good or somewhat good job of dealing with the influx of migrants at the southern border. The data also found 57% of respondents said the current situation at the border was leading to an influx in crime in the United States. And not too long ago, people were mourning the end of the Choco Taco, but the ice cream truck staple is making a comeback. Taco Bell is partnering with Salt and Straw to make their own version of the treat, made with taco-shaped waffle cones and filled with ice cream. The taco will be available at Salt and Straw locations, likely by this summer. Now, we don't have any of those around the South Coast, but the good news is the company ships nationwide. In sports, the Boston Bruins host the Dallas Stars at TD Garden today at 1 o'clock. And the Boston Celtics are off to Chicago to play the Bulls on Thursday. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oaks Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 106. and Maddie, and it is Monday morning. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fun 107 studio. Not for the first time, 
the Portuguese kids. Bom dia. Yeah. Bom dia. Hello, everybody. It's uh, your grand amigo, Lino. You're not everybody's amigo. It's me, Lydia. Yo, what's up? I'm Joey Souza, a.k.a. Joey Souza, a.k.a. Mr. Steel Yama <laughs> I want to make a complaint. Okay, we've been in this, we call a green room. Oh my God. Hey, water. That's all they have. That's it. No Madeira wine. wine. Yeah, no Cherise, no Pop Search. Uh, no. <laughs> my God. Not even a cafe. Uh, not, no, even a I cafe. Know, not even a I cafe. I drank it all, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Anyway. We had a we spent today's a special day. It is a very special yeah, day. Yeah, I got a I got a call back for a job interview, bro. I can't wait, bro. Whoa, Who's what's what's guys? the job? For 107, guys. If you give me a go. chance, bro. <laughs> oh man. Michael, go do we have any openings? Job, I, I don't know. So you guys you have, they're gonna be doing way better than Fun 107 now. Tell us what's going on with you and a TV show. Me? Oh my god. Well, you know what it is. <clears throat> I decided to put on my best butter, and I said, I'm going to be on TV someday. And now here I am going to be on RTP. No way. Joey, you want to talk a little bit more? You you know how to talk or no? Wow, whatever, guy. Like, oh, you know, my gosh, I can't believe Give it. me a chance, bro. Lino, come on. Okay, I'll take over. Okay, hey, yes, Michael, the, that's the secret. Uh, the Portuguese kids, we have our own TV show coming out on RTP March 18. And uh, we're very excited, very happy, and... Uh, about time, I could say, because uh, I'm getting very old now. Taki <laughs> thing, as they I say know, in Portuguese, are. you know. It's about time. But anyway, we're here. We're having a good time. And uh, March 18 where is the debut today. The trailer is going to uh, go on Facebook. Yeah, debuts today. 10 o'clock, bro. Okay. No, guy, get okay. the coffees okay. ready, bro. <laughs> are you guys nervous at all, or are you guys excited? I think we're excited. Uh, nervous for what? I've been doing this 20 years, Jacques. Ja. You know, I, I mean, gas, I've been bro. Portuguese my whole life, so you know this is not a big deal for yeah. me. You but know, we're Portuguese, I mean? we always we always nervous anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's we the seventy percent of the time I think something bad's gonna happen. So I just uh, <laughs> that's how I live my life. So <laughs> that happens, I was expecting it anyway. That's true. I always have a gnish. You that's know what it. I mean? Yeah, always. Exactly. I feel it in my in my belly. I don't know if it's gas oh, or anxiety. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Sometimes it's both. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So now, have you already recorded the shows? Like the episodes, are they done? All set. Six episodes, half hour each episode. Everything's all set. Uh, it took uh, four years. We wow. We in 2020, right before the pandemic. And then uh, all of a sudden, everything shut down. We couldn't do nothing. I went on vacation. Uh, well, my life's a vacation, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I went on vacation for four years. We did nothing as uh, relax, but we filmed whenever we could. We, we toured. We did shows uh, in California. We filmed there. So we did everything. We did everything that we could, and uh, so it's, uh, it takes a village, right? Everybody did everything together. We had the, you know, we helped each other out. In Portuguese, Michael, there's a saying. It says, uh, Um português ajuda dois ou três. You know what that means? I do not. Okay, well... Learn Portuguese and find out. I'm joke. I'm joke. It means one Portuguese helps two or three. Sometimes they talk bad about two or three too, but it's okay. Well, Lena, you didn't do much, much. I'm gonna give you credit. You know what I mean? It wasn't bad, much. You face. were, yeah, you were the face, and the face is getting a little old. Much anyway, more about me. You'll see me there too, and a little bit of Joey, a little bit of Joey too. Which I can't believe he came out of me, but that's okay. Anyways. Very good water, guys. Thank you. So we're talking to the Portuguese kids. They've got a big announcement that they've got a new show coming out on RTP March 18th. So the question about the format of the show, is it like uh, 
a sitcom where there are episodes like a 30-minute episode or is it more of a skit it's like, like a Saturday uh, Night Live? It's like sketch comedy. So it's yeah. like just like sketches broken down and uh, different scenarios. So like every episode will have a theme. Mm. So episode two will be uh, a funeral, a Portuguese funeral themed episode. Episode three will probably be a day, a normal day in a life of a doctor's office. Oh, with, like, Portuguese patients. This is great. Um, but it's all broken down just like what you see on Facebook. So sort of like a Portuguese kid Saturday Night Live, kind of. Yeah, I don't like how that sounds. And I think but filmed on way, way, way better material. <laughs> <laughs> Not filmed on our cell phones, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you three are the perfect people to ask. What does it mean to be Portuguese? Well, like I said, I'm always nervous about everything that happens <laughs> every single day of my life. Much. Um, I'm I'm proud to be Portuguese. You know, I'm proud of my culture, my people, my familia, my lovely husband for 45 years, my son Joey. Oh could... yeah. Okay, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's exactly uh, what uh, it's perfect. What she said. It's uh, it's about being. Uh, it's about for us uh, our comedy. It's a little bit of nostalgia. Because it makes you remember things, you know, a lot of people come up to us, oh, my my vovó, she used to say these things, or my vovó, I forgot, forgot," you know. So for for a lot of people, it's a little bit of motion, but also it's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, uh, having fun with our culture because sometimes we do funny things. And uh, to grow up as uh, uh, the kid of a Portuguese immigrant, any immigrant, it's already hard. Okay, because you have to do, you know, you think uh, a regular, a regular kid can mess up. Not a, not a son of an immigrant because wow, we came that, here for sure. sacrifice. Spoken, you are, you don't be a loser. Is what I'm trying to tell uh, you. I know. Oh, excuse me, guy. All right, I get fired like what one six times, whatever, guy. Anyway, but uh, yes, it's it's experience, and I think on this TV show we show everybody what it's like to be a kid of Portuguese immigrant, and at the same time we have a lot of fun too. It's it's a good show, good times, good times. And being Portuguese is all about the food too, bro. Yeah, great point. Well, I got a question about the food because I I talked about this last week. I got a little bit of hot water, but the sweet bread. So we're getting into the, you know, March 18th is the first day of the show. And then we're going to be in, it's going to be in Easter season. Sweet bread. I had a hot take on the sweet bread last week. And I said, I do prefer it with no eggs baked in the top of it. Okay, well, thank you for your time. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, first of all, you're ob- it's clear that you're not Portuguese. Uh, that's <laughs> correct. Because, like, no, I, I feel him because sometimes you crack those eggs open and it smells like a mad buffo guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it stinks, guy. Like, like, swear to God, you're not wrong. bro. You're that's not, tradition, not. okay? I'm like a rock. That egg represents Jesus. So, I uh, have fun in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like, the actual aesthetic of the egg baked in the, in the you're bread. You're not helping yourself, it doesn't Michael. You're look not good. Yourself. Michael, now it's time for you to stop talking. Yes. Yes. You know, if you yes. were Portuguese, that's our Easter egg hunt. It was always in the masa, bro. <laughs> Outside, nah, bro. That was for cleaning. So you, you think that they all should have an egg in no, it? No, 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 no. I do. Uh, come on. I eat masa sometimes not during Easter. No, that's true. I don't want the egg. Eggs for Easter time only. Yeah, I only eat. Uh, I, I only want the zuja masa during Easter time. After that, uh, you have masa. to be in the mood. You know what I mean. You have to be in the mood. Easter time is the mood. Yeah. No, that's right. Well, are you guys looking towards? Just say you were joining this one 
uh, set of episodes are you starting to look towards season two of the Portuguese kids? Oh, yeah, man. You know, possibilities are out there. Uh, I'm just waiting for that good record deal to come in now that these opportunities open up for me, bro. Like, it's going to be perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pong, pong, kish, kish, girl can give me a bitch, girl. <laughs> Love album coming soon. Joey Suge. <laughs> so looking towards season two or no? Uh, yeah, of course. Hey, of course. It's telling me like I don't want to work again. Of course, <laughs> I'm not retiring yet. But uh, no, of no, course. You are retired, Dad. You just don't know how to stop. That's, that's the truth. I keep going till I die. So yes, season two, three, and uh, infinity and beyond. Let's go. Uh, no, but uh, we uh, we hope uh, all jokes aside, we have been talking, but. Uh, We'll see how season one does. So please tune in March 18. If not, we're going to be without a job. and uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Nothing changes for me. Uh. <laughs> RTP. That, what number is that? Uh, on cable? I don't know. I should know that number. RTP International on cable or dish. And if you don't have that, you can download the RTP Play app okay. on Android and iOS. All right, guys. Okay, I don't know computers, so leave me alone. <laughs> I watch on TV. Yes, RTP Play. That's the Portuguese kids get their own show coming on March 18th, RTP International. Thank you for coming by. I'll look forward to some of uh, you know your sweet bread. Yes, of course. You're going to get a, a piece of sweet bread with each episode that you watch. Okay? <laughs> Without the egg. Thank Don't you, forget guys. trailer tonight. Trailer tonight. Okay. Oh, actually, today. Today. This morning. Today. This morning yeah. On YouTube, right? YouTube, Facebook, Facebook Instagram, MySpace, wherever you are. MySpace. Let's <laughs> go. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. It is 7.51. Phil Devitt, 90-second news update. A Fall River shooting is now being treated as a homicide. A 34-year-old man who was shot in the city earlier this month died from his injuries last week. Joshua Medeiros was struck February 9th at Nashua and Blackstone Streets. That's around the Corky Row neighborhood of the city. He died at St. Luke's Hospital in New Bedford. No arrests have been reported. Five men face charges for destruction of property at the Bristol County House of Correction. Sheriff Paul Haro says he has surveillance footage of the men in last April's standoff at the Dartmouth facility, alleging they were part of a group that caused thousands of dollars of damage. A garage fire in Somerset Sunday has displaced residents from a neighboring home. Firefighters contained the blaze on Ripley Street, but water and smoke damage have made the home unlivable for now. No injuries were reported and the cause is under investigation. First Lady Dr. Jill Biden will be in Massachusetts this week. The First Lady scheduled to fly into Logan Airport tomorrow night in advance of an event Wednesday in Cambridge. That event is linked to the White House Initiative on Women's Health Research, led by Jill Biden. The initiative is designed to close the healthcare research gender gap involving conditions that affect women. GOP presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is slamming former President Trump for his silence on last week's death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Speaking on ABC's This Week, Haley suggested two possible reasons Trump has not responded to Navalny's sudden death in prison. Haley said either Trump believes it's cool for Putin to have one of his opponents killed, or Trump doesn't consider Navalny's death that important. And a longtime CAPE researcher is now conducting her work from space. Laurel O'Hara served as a research engineer at Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution for seven years with a focus on underwater vehicle operations. After two years of astronaut training, she directed operations for NASA in Russia and has been on the International Space Station since September. She leads the Cypher Research Project, 
which encompasses individual studies of the psychological and physiological effects of long-duration spaceflight. She plans to return to Earth in April. In sports, the Boston Bruins host the Dallas Stars at TD Garden today at 1. Boston Celtics' Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum added 56 points to the East's NBA All-Star win last night in Indiana. They beat the West 211-186, and the Celtics are off to Chicago to play the Bulls on Thursday. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Bill Devitt for Fun 107. It is President's Day, and we are creeping up to Tax Day, and we've got some free tax prep from Diane Lopes to give away. Ken Faniff in New Bedford, good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? Good, and you? Good. Well, listen, you entered to win some Diane Lopes tax prep on the Fun 107 app, and you are a winner. Wow. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. You're getting free tax prep, all thanks to Diane Lopes. Nice. That's awesome. The last time I won something from you guys was like when I was eight or nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? I sir? think you're long overdue. Yeah. I won a scooter for Christmas, a, a Razor scooter. Oh, my God. That's goodness. amazing. Please tell me it wasn't me that gave it to you. It was. Oh, for crying out loud. That's great. <laughs> That's just great. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed that scooter. I did. Every day. And uh, and now it's time to adult. So we've got this uh, tax prep for you. Sweet. And you know what? We'll, we'll mark you down. In, in another 20 years, I'll still be here. I'm going to call you up and give you another prize. Oh, I can't wait. All right, brother. <laughs> Ken Faniff from All New right. Bedford. Enjoy the tax prep from Diane Lopes. And we'll let her know you're on your way. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. It is 824. And Phil Devitt with a 90-second news update. A Fall River homicide is under investigation. A 34-year-old man who was shot in the city earlier this month died from his injuries last week. Joshua Medeiros was struck February 9th at Nashua and Blackstone Streets. He died at St. Luke's Hospital in New Bedford. No arrests have been reported. Five men face charges for destruction of property at the Bristol County House of Correction. Sheriff Paul Haro says he has surveillance footage of the men in last April's standoff at the Dartmouth facility, alleging they were part of a group that caused thousands of dollars of damage. The sheriff says more men participated, but without footage of them in the act, conviction would be difficult. Massachusetts received over $40 million in tax revenue from gambling operations in the state during the month of January. The state's casinos reported $93 million in revenue for the month, with sports betting firms collecting more than $70 million. Nearly all of the sports betting activity in the state during January was conducted online. The state has now collected over $100 million in tax revenue from sports gaming since it launched in Massachusetts a year ago. Most Americans are unhappy with how the Biden administration is handling the influx of immigrants. That's according to new data from the Pew Research Center, which surveyed over 5,000 people and found only 18% of them said the U.S. is doing a very good or somewhat good job of dealing with the influx of migrants at the southern border. The data also found 57% of respondents said the current situation at the border was leading to an influx in crime in the United States. And not too long ago, people were mourning the end of the Choco Taco, but the ice cream truck staple is making a comeback. Taco Bell is partnering with Salt and Straw to make their own version of the treat, made with taco-shaped waffle cones and filled with ice cream. The taco will be available at Salt and Straw locations, likely by this summer. Now, we don't have any of those around the South Coast, but the good news is the company ships nationwide. In sports, the Boston Bruins host the Dallas Stars at TD Garden today at 1 o'clock. And the Boston Celtics are off to Chicago to play the Bulls on Thursday. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oaks Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun. No seven, Michael and Maddie. A little sunshine out there this morning. It's a little chilly, though. It's 32 right now. 
I saw one of the most disturbing and grossest things I have ever seen in a public place. You have my over attention. Over the weekend. Really? Are you ready for this? And we waited till 8.30 to bring this up. <laughs> I've been stewing. I've been sitting on it, trying to decide if I'm going to air it out. What? No, I can't I'm leaning it. in. I can't hold it in anymore. I am leaning in. For the sake of their business, I will not say the name of this restaurant. I went out Saturday night to watch the fights. UFC was on. Big card. Very exciting card. This particular restaurant filled to the brim with people. Have I ever been in this restaurant? I think so. Okay. I think so. Uh, granted, you don't go to Rhode Island, so I don't know. Okay. Um, but I'm sitting at a table with me and six of my friends. Across the way, I see two gentlemen sitting at their own table. All of a sudden, I see one of the gentlemen start to untie their shoes. And then I see this man take off his shoes. And then I see this man grab a empty chair. Now, mind you, this is a very busy restaurant. This chair was going to be used. He grabs the chair. He puts his feet up and just lounges back and sits there barefooted. And I thought to myself, what? It gets better. What? He's lounging there. No shoes on in a public restaurant. What is he? I thought grab? there's no shoes, no service. What, what does he grab? What does he grab out of his pocket? His own soda that he oh. brought in. I, I can kind of respect that. I've done that before. Come on. <laughs> Grabs his own soda out of his pocket. I am just sitting. This guy's making my, himself at home. Me and my friends are just sitting there and we are trying to figure out, like, okay. Is this the owner? Like, you know, like, no. Does this guy come all the time? Like, is he just like, is this just like a thing he does? Like, what's going on? And then I'm waiting for a server or a manager or somebody to go up to the sky and be like, sir, you need to put your shoes Nobody on. Nobody says anything like, to anybody sir, anymore. sir, you need to like not lounge. Nothing. Crickets. This man proceeds to pick his nose so violently. What? <laughs> violently. And was this like a, 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 was he trolling you? Like, no, absolutely like were you, not. Were you supposed this to be on man, a video? This man was in his own universe. Wow. What was his friend doing? Just sitting there watching the TV. So if you can picture a two-top, so a table that sits two people, there's him. So his like his back is sort of to us, and then there's his friend on the other side of the table facing the other way. So he's watching a TV on one end. This guy's watching a TV on the other end. They're not even talking. They're just sitting there. Together. I'm not even sure if the guy knew the other guy. I don't even know. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing I have ever seen at a public place. Did you get a photo? I oh, you should have got a photo. I couldn't bring myself to do it because it was that embarrassing. Like, I understand, like, what he was doing was very out of pocket, but I just, I can't be that person that takes photos or videos of because you never know. Shame on you. You, just, you never know what they're going through. That guy might have had the worst day of his life. I don't care what you're going through. <laughs> I know. There's no I reason know. to take your shoes off at I the know. restaurant. I know. And pick your nose violently. Like when I say violently, we're talking like knuckle deep, oh, yeah. peeling it out, <laughs> popping it in his mouth. Oh no, he I'm, was I'm, not. Michael, I wish I was kidding. I wish. I wish this was a joke. I wish I could say, "Ha, just kidding." No, this was real. Saturday night, me dying inside because this man violated my eyeballs with what he was doing. I got to eat out in Rhode Island a lot more often. Dude. Did it just did it harm your appetite? <sighs> no. <laughs> 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 but I want to know 
What is the weirdest thing you have ever seen at a restaurant or a public place in general? So what is the weirdest thing you have seen in a public place? Send it on the Fun 107 app or call us 508-994-107. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. And it is Justin Timberlake week here on Fun 107. And that means free tickets to his show this summer all week long. Thanks to Coors Light and Dash Laundromat. And we are reaching out this morning to Rema Hernandez on the neck in Fairhaven. Oh, my God. Don't even say it. <laughs> well, first, how you doing this morning, Rema? I'm doing good. Just enjoying the long weekend. We're, oh, you've got the day off today. I do. So you're getting ahead on, like, laundry things? Oh, yeah. You know, all that good stuff. Well, listen, we wanted to make your day off even better. I am super excited. I already know what you're going to say. Are you sure? Yep. What are we going to say? Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, baby. You're going to go see him live. I am so excited. I'm taking my best friend. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. It is Justin Timberlake's Forget Tomorrow Tour. It is brought to you by Coors Light and Dash Laundromat. And it's JT Week all week long here at Michael and Maddie. You just won our first pair of tickets of the week. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. This is awesome. What's your favorite JT song? Oh, my God. I just woke up. There are so many of them. I know. There's way too many to choose. I won't make you do that. But you're going to get to see all of them live and tell everybody who's hooking you up this morning.